Hey everybody, this is the Whipbusters podcast episode numero 40. Uh, this time I'm the host, I'm Harry, and everybody else is... <laughs> I'm Steven. <laughs> Tyler! That was incorrect Spanish. <laughs> that was not correct, I'm Brian. Obviously. Uh, today, uh, mainly the reason why I'm hosting it this time is because we actually have kind of a loaded topic for me, personally, but before we get into that, I actually want to talk about what everybody's playing. So what are you guys doing recently, Brian? I'm playing Neo because it just came out. Same. It's amazing. Nothing I agree. It's just amazing. Bloodborne. Nothing new. Bloodborne is definitely not new. Yep. <laughs> Tell me a little bit a bit about Neo. I thought you were say Bloodborne. Tell me a little bit about Bloodborne. <laughs> Tell me about that game. Well, honestly, the answer would be the same. Because yeah. <laughs> they're really similar games. Uh, I'll let you take it since you're further. Okay. Uh it is a game that is extremely reminiscent of Onimusha. Mix it with Ninja Gaiden. Mix it with Dark Souls. Mix it with just pure awesomeness and a bunch of randomness. I love it. It's hard as I hell. I hate both of those words. What? <laughs> awesomeness and randomness, but keep going. I'm going to use it. I just don't use the word epic or legendary, so... Ugh. I will never Gross. use the last one. Not unless I'm you know, describing like a movie studio that or whatever. Epic games. Legendary studios. <laughs> right. Pacific Rim. I'm good with that. But yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic. I'm having a lot of fun playing it. I'm actually having a lot of trouble with uh, quitting at night when I need to go to bed to go to work tomorrow. The first night I played, um, I got home. It was uh, a late night at work. I got home around 12.30 in the morning and stayed up till 6.30 playing it. First night. Ridiculous. Could not put it up. Very fun. <laughs> uh, I like it a lot. I think it's a little bit... People are kind of saying it's a little bit better than it is. I like it a lot. It's very, very good. Um, part of that is probably the, the fact that it's... I, Feudal Japan is like my least favorite setting, so that automatically is sort of a turnoff. Um, I also think that it could do away with half of the influences from from Dark Souls and still be its own game. Um, I feel like all the mechanics that are very specific to the game are stolen, and unnecessarily so. So, like the game is at its best when you're just just pure combat, right? And it feels like Ninja Gaiden back in the day. It's fast, it's smooth, the 60 FPS is really really good. And I understand having the stamina mechanics so that it's not just hack and slash the entire time. However, being identical to Dark Souls, down to the way the like the souls or whatever it's called in the game, what is it called in the game? Uh, uh, Amaretta. Amaretta, yeah. The, it just even like the soul, the, the collectibles on the bodies, everything looks exactly the same. It's the exact same game as Dark Souls, and that's very bothersome because it's so unique when you're doing combat. And it's more fun, I think, than Dark Souls when you're doing the combat. Just this game has been in development for fifteen years. Uh, two thousand four. So 13, so 13 yeah. 13 years. Um, that's it's a long time. time. <laughs> it's a very long time. And I feel like what happened was... They had an idea. They had an idea. It Dark was Souls going pretty out. well. And it's like, you know what? Why don't we just use what Dark Souls is doing? And it brings up an interesting thing. I'll say really quick before we go on the next topic. And that is since... Is it Itagaki? Is that the guy I'm thinking of? Who used to be Team Ninja? It is, right? I have no idea. The guy who did die. They were alive back in the day also? Yes. Yes. I'm going to look that up. Is it Itagaki? I feel like it is. Uh, I don't want to say his name wrong. Fact check. Kill yes. time. Kill time off check checking that fact. Okay, what do you what do you guys I like? Um uh, new, but I just want to talk about Neo. Okay, uh, go for it. It looks really, really good. Like I, I just like the Souls games in general, and uh I'm gonna snag that from you whenever I have a chance. Oh please do. <laughs> Absolutely will. I'm I like lo- I'm I, I, now. I love you know the feudal Japan setting. Same yeah, that's one of my favorites. I'm I'm actually really interested in it. I, I don't know, I just like I don't know. History recently has just been getting to me. I just like love anything involving it. For some reason, it's really weird. I used to absolutely not be like that. Um 
Dude, just right up your alley with games. But, yeah, this game is very historically accurate. I really... <laughs> yeah, well... I, wish, I, I was telling him this. I wish there was like me. a disclaimer in the beginning that, you know, William Adams was indeed a real person. He did not fight demons. <laughs> that we know of. That we know oh, of. It is Itagaki. Yay, I got that right. So okay. Itagaki is the famous guy from Team Ninja. He's the brains behind Dead or Alive, the brains behind Ninja Gaiden. And then when he left... Team Ninja's been kind of lost. He was the first, like, rock star developer. Yeah, he's, like, always has the shades on. Yeah. He has long hair. He's awesome. And Team Ninja, when he was ahead of it, was very much one of those things where the leadership from him and the development team were the perfect match for each other. And so far, separately, they have not been. Because Other M was after him. Uh, the newest day away was after him. Ninja Gaiden 3 was after him. Eh. And this is their first hit, right? And then he went to do Devil's Third, right? Yeah. Which was not good. It was terrible. Whatever. Um, so it was one of those situations where I hate that they broke up because that was such a great... Because he was able to keep them on board a singular vision and not lose sight. And had he been producing this game, I think it would have been a lot... a lot. Not, I don't want to say a lot better, it's a lot different. Um, and I just hate that they had to copy wholesale on their game. That being said... It's still extremely fun. Like all the reviews saying it's like a you know ninety or above, whatever. I agree with that. It's fantastic. It's just almost there. The entire time I'm playing, I'm like, man, I wish this was Ninja Gaiden because it's so close. Saying like how you don't like how it's similar to Dark Souls. How do you feel? I know this is like an old topic, yeah. But how do you feel when people compare Resident Evil Seven to like Outlast? That's not the same at all. I mean, it's okay. not. That's because. If it was similar to Outlast, I would say yes, but it's literally just a first-person okay. shooter with, okay. with Resident Evil mechanics. Um, another, I'm trying to think of another game that's this similar to another game outside of it. Odimusha three, absolutely. No, uh, that, I not think really. Same characters, nobody got no, 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 but the, the game is different. Like it doesn't feel like it as a game. Like it's okay. similar. Obviously, the setting is obviously very similar in the right. story and the different characters. But as a game, it's just it's exactly Dark Souls. It's not like Sword. It's not inspired by Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls with different combat. So it's Lords of the Fallen. It's Lords yeah. of the Fallen. But good, way way good. way better. Yeah, Lords of the way Fallen was, was definitely a miss. Uh, Actually, really, it was okay. It was, it was okay, but it was it was a miss. Once again, I wish they'd have done their own thing. So the game is fantastic. I wish it took a little bit less from Dark Souls, and I wish it uh, was a little bit. I like com- uh, deep games, like complex complex games. I think it goes a little bit overboard because to take advantage of everything the game has to offer, this control setup is not good for that. There's just too much stuff you have to do, button combinations to switch weapons. I don't know. I've seen games do it better. Uh, so when I'm in the middle of combat, I, it's probably the best playing game I've played in a decade. Like, it plays wonderfully well in the, the action mode, by the way. There's two modes. You yes. play in action mode or movie mode. Movie mode should not exist. It's pointless. Makes the game look slightly better, but running half the FPS and teenager games need to be 60 FPS. Yes. Period. So I love the game. Love the game. Love the game. That being said, you think this which can, one is old? This could be a uh, gateway into a, like, kind of a, not a, maybe a reboot of Ninja Gaiden or a different play style. I'd be down with that. Perhaps. Remasters, reboots, I'm down with I literally think they played Dark Souls... Like, it really feels like they had a game and something wasn't working. There was just no, nothing to hold it together. They found Dark Souls and said, okay, let's just use this because I think they lack that leadership to really see a vision through. So they just stole somebody else's vision. And I'm okay with that because the world's not like, the world's a better place with this game in it because it's a good game, right? I just would really like to see some strong leadership at Team Ninja because I personally used to think Team, Team Ninja was one of the best developers in the world. Ninja Gaiden is a masterpiece. Specifically, Black Edition and Two. Those are great games, some of the best action of all time. Yes. And DOA was an extremely smooth fighter. DOA one and two. So I just, I really wish they would get a strong visionary person with that team. That being said, the game's awesome. 
But <laughs> totally worth it. Yes. I keep saying yes. I've said yes, yes. like ten times. Yes. 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 My turn. My turn. Yeah. Okay. Your turn. No, no, it's not. Oh. I was just <laughs> imitating something <laughs> from earlier inside like, jokes. Oh, I, I, yeah, I had to burp. And it went away. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't really been playing a whole lot. I didn't play Neo. Um, I beat Titanfall 2. Really good game. Liked it a lot. Um, really good uh, like interaction between Cooper and BT. Really liked it. That's the medic, right? BT? Yeah. Um, I just beat... Uh, just started Dishonored 2. Don't like it. Who um, are you playing this? Corvo. You should play as I just don't like the... I've only played the beginning where you don't have powers. I didn't oh, like it. Oh, yeah, I didn't like, like it. The vi- like, literally the very beginning. I was trying to do, you know, ghosts, don't get caught. Don't um, play the game. Man. Play it, because I think you'll love it once you get blink, at least. Yeah. Because that, that's, 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 that's what I liked about 1 a lot. Was yeah. just was never upgrading anything other than just using blink. Blink yeah, and ghosting the way through it. I loved it. The intro's not very long. I just couldn't get by without anybody seeing me. It was awful. Oh, gotcha. Um, it just took a long time. It was frustrating the heck out of me. Uh, and I'm also playing uh, Bastion again, because Bastion is an incredible game. Bastion's fantastic. Uh, it has great music. The The way it works, like how the world like builds up around you as you move forward, um, the constant upgrading of your character, the narrator, um, the actual forward. like world, how he builds that world like by himself is incredible. It's, like a, it's such a cool game. Um, a real one-man show, <laughs> really wise. Well, that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. I like it's the same guy on Transistor. It's the same thing. Yeah, he's, he's the yeah. sword. I couldn't get into that though. I couldn't get into Transistor. Sadly, no. Mm-hmm. That that that's it for what I've been doing. Um, but what I do want to talk about today is uh, one of Stephen's friends. His name is Alex. He sent us a lovely little question. Uh, how do we feel about competitive gaming and? commentary and stuff like that such as over games such as like smite street fighter anything like that just commentators over video games kind of like how you have a commentator over a football game and how do you feel about it and how i want to do this is how do you guys feel about commentators over video games hate it they're all terrible they should get a real job (laughs) Uh, um it it really depends on like because to be a good commentator you like you have to get people's attention, but you can't, you know, just make an ass out of yourself and steal attention away from what's actually going on. So, like, you gotta be able to, and if and if you don't understand what's going on, you need to be put it in terms to really see. I'm not doing it. I can't yeah, be a clearly commentator. you couldn't. So, do it. Yeah. so pretty much, you can't be the main attraction. No, yeah, you can't. Of that. You, can't you have be, to be showing and enhancing the experience itself. You gotta let people know what's going on, but not in a way that you take away from it. And if no one knows what's going on, you gotta be able to. A good commentator yeah. does three things, in my opinion. It um, it educates you about the sport because every like I American football <laughs> football is my favorite sport, right? And everything I learned from it for the most part is just through like listening to Madden and Summerall when I was a kid, right? They're fantastic. So educate you about the sport, highlight the game, and highlight the players. That's the three things. I should come out of a, an experience from commentating, knowing more about the individuals involved, the human the, like the human side of it. I should know more about the game, but I also shouldn't be lost about the game. And I think that is the hardest thing with, with the game. The games I've listened to commentary on is often they're way too much technical jargon. So that Jargon. Know, jargon. <laughs> uh, that I don't even know what's happening at all. So And, that, and that's what's so weird because this is such a new thing, right? It's just mm-hmm. a, several, just a few years old. And you need somebody super knowledgeable, and you need somebody who's really good at communication. And those two things, there's not a ton of those people yet. So the ones that are good, 
really shine. I feel like Evo the past few years has, has had pretty good commentary across the board. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's not overly technical. They'll mention some technical stuff, but also kind of pull back and just call the moves. I don't, I don't know. I've liked Evo recently. Um, most of the Dota stuff I've seen, haven't seen much, but was way too technical. Absolutely. Of being a turnoff. I absolutely not want to play the game. Well, mm-hmm. with that, what I'm seeing, what I'm gathering from just watching them and what they're saying, especially with the jargon, is they're, let's take football, for example. You have these rules, you have these these players, they don't have nicknames for different sets or rules or whatever. If they do, it's actually in the yearbook the next year, like the tuck rule or whatever. Right. So with all these other games I've seen with commentary, they are naming nicknames to moves. And they're usually calling it something different each time. Yeah. And I don't understand it, like, at all. It's hard to build. I think, I think I don't like about a lot of commentators is that they're trying too hard to, I guess, be funny. And they're all they're all kind of like in our generation, you know, the, the internet generation. They're like, hey, let's throw in a few funny memes, you know, let, let you know, screw what's going on. Hey, ain't I a funny guy? Sort of stuff like that. And it's like no one cares about what you have to say. Just talk about what's going on. Talk about the players. Talk exactly. About it's not about the announcer or whatever commentary. It's about the game. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Tell me about the people. Tell it's me a about different, the it's a different skill set than like a podcast. It's not the same thing as your opinion about something. Yeah. You're reporting. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it's like news coverage. You have to like it. analyze something in the moment quickly, and yep. then communicate that to people who don't know it to That's get their attention. Exactly. And a way. So I love it. I'm always watching. Like so, I'm always watching. The I'm always <laughs> watching fighting game tournaments. Um, every time, like every weekend, there's like Genesis something or like you know Evo or yeah. so, something's going on. That I'm watching. It's it's not like I particularly tune in for Smash because it's my favorite one to watch because I understand it the most. Um, but I'll always watch Street Fighter if it's on or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. And sometimes I'll watch Smite. So I watched uh, Smite Worlds. Uh, it happened probably two or three weeks ago. Uh, awful. <laughs> Horrible experience. <laughs> um, and the reason, like, the reason why? for that is because Smite is a very hard game to follow even if you play it. So when you're watching an entire team of five people playing at once, it's hard to keep up with everything that's happening because five different people are playing on each team. So there's yeah. ten people you got to keep an eye on at one time. And, like, it's not like football where they're just on a field and you can see everybody. Yeah. Like, these are individual people that are, like, we're zoomed in on them. And, oh, hey, something look, looks like something's going on over here. Let's leave this lane and go look at this lane and see what's going on over here. It's hard to follow. It's hard to understand. And a big problem with the people that connotate it is that they have a lot of knowledge about the game, but they don't know how to talk like normal people. <laughs> that's the problem, yeah, absolutely. There are a bunch of people that are very intelligent and can understand everything that's happening, but they can't communicate it very well. <clears throat> um, so it just ends up being a bunch of people just yelling. <laughs> yeah, and that's... And some, sometimes it works. There's some cases in which it works. So if you're... A lot of people, like me, uh, will be have it on like in the background while I'm doing something else. And then I hear people start yelling. I'm like, Oh, what's going on? It's like, it's, my good, world. it's good. It's good for hype moments. Not for like, you know, so in worlds, anything else this happens. I look over, nothing's happening. People are just yelling. Whereas, you know, like you remember wombo combo. Like if I was doing something else and the wombo combo thing happened in melee, I'm immediately over. Cause it's, it's, it was an incredible play. And the people that were going over it were like, uh, they were being ridiculous, but it was exciting. Right. I didn't understand a word they were saying. They were just making stuff up. I just heard, but it was oh, a very oh, oh, time. that's not Falco. Oh, oh. It was exciting. 
And it immediately, like, if you had that on in the background, you're immediately switching over, and you're looking. The people that were doing Smite were doing that for nothing. I so feel like that's a limitation. Oh, he's going through the jungle! Oh, the jungle! And we're going to zoom over game, here. Though. So I think Smite is a very hard game to commentate because so much stuff is happening at one time. At the same time, I feel like if the, I feel like that's on the game too. Like there should we should look at new ways to view the matches during the middle of it, and like have like for instance, uh, if you're at a live football game compared to watching one on TV, it's a totally different experience in terms of camera angles and like. And, of course, playing it is a totally another perspective, right? But they've come up with a set of camera angles. They've come up with a set of things that is the best viewing experience. And game, like competitive gaming is too new for that. So, for instance, if you're watching a like a first-person shooter tournament, it's usually cycling through people's first-person perspective. And it shouldn't be. It should be a shot of the, like, angled shots of the map near areas that are most contested. And then you can call it like a game. And then when highlights happen, it should be like a replay, right? And then if, if somebody did something cool, then you swap to the first person to see what the hell they pulled it off. And that would be really neat. It's just, it's unexplored because it's not a... Mm-hmm. It's not something you can actually do in the You game. make your game, and then you hope it becomes an eSport, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, like, they should revamp the games for eSport. There should be an addition of the game that allows develop, like, developer tools to actually put cameras where the like there's a way to fix that so i think it's almost impossibly hard for games like dota games like uh, league of legends and smite it's hard for those kind of games because like you said too much things are happening in four different spaces however if we had um a selection of camera angles on the map and we could like highlight people's i don't know there's a lot more you could do with that i think that's exciting because it's so new i think it's coming i, 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 yeah, I get happen. what you're saying because you know there's no there are no tools to Actually, look like the closest thing you can do is when you die in a game, you can go into spectator mode and see what they're seeing or something like right. that. But there, there's nothing that anyone else can see the entire, the like, entire play thing. field. And how much way. cooler like, when you're watching like a Halo highlight is so much cooler from like third the person? third person perspective. So it looks awesome. Something you, you can actually do in Smite is you don't you're not a, if you're spectating mm-hmm. you're and you're not actually playing you're an overview of the map. So That's you're cool. actually, like, you can see everything everywhere. There's no, like, fog anywhere. You can just see where everything is. You can go gotcha. wherever you want. It's kind of like an RTS map. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they use it ineffectively. <laughs> 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 it A lot of the time it just ends up being, like, they only really use it when it's, like, one big fight, like, in the middle. And that's it. They don't use it to, like, just give, like, an overview of everything that's going on. They just sit on one person and wait for something to happen. I think it's also, this is a good, this is very early, so nobody, very few people are old, retired, competitive gamers. There are some out there. Um, but sports in general, um, sports commentary is a combination of usually one person who went to school specifically, like has a degree in broadcasting or a degree in mm-hmm. telecommunications, and then somebody who is an expert who's done it for a long time. It's too young for us to be there yet. But I think it's coming. So, for instance, I've, some of my favorite, like Evo. Evo is what I watch the most of. Every year, I make sure I watch as much as I can of Evo. And just like you, any like um, ongoing competitive fighting game, um, I'll, I'll tune in to see a couple, like whatever the highlight clips were. And typically, when a cool moment happens, good commentators will let the moment play out and say something exciting. And then between the matches, that's why fighting games I think are better for commentating. You have a you have a downtime to get in specifics for a few seconds. So, play replays. Like, yeah, replays or just the round breaks, right? Mm-hmm. So if you end a match by parrying a series of moves, you can just react to how awesome it is. Oh, my God, he's getting it. He's doing it. And then at the break, let him know that he's parrying a specific move, right? So you get the person 
They can break see it, obviously that he's break, yeah. He's obviously blocking every move he's doing. That seems pretty impressive. And just let that ex- let them let that moment build excitement, and then get into the, a little bit of the technical stuff on the break. That's the way football is. In the middle of the play, they never talk about formations. They never talk about any of that stuff. They just let the play happen, and then in the break is when they start analyzing stuff. You can't have that in a league match because it's, it's nonstop. Yeah. Um, but you can in fighting games, and that's why I think fighting games are are progressing quicker because people are catching on to that. And I also am totally behind a play-by-play and a color guy. You need that no matter what you're doing. So I think uh, I wrote a couple bullet points down for myself just so I would make sure to talk about them. And what you just described is exactly how I feel about... So for those of you that don't know, a very there's a very popular YouTuber who plays specifically fighting games. Uh, he actually helps work on uh, Killer Instinct, the newest one. Uh, it's Maximilian. And whenever Killer Instinct first came out, he actually did the commentary for it, and he stopped doing it. And from my perspective, he stopped doing it because he is a very, he's too reactionary. So if you ever watch any of his videos where he's actually playing fighting games, uh, you know, stuff happens. He's just like, shit, buh, ass, shit. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's it. the most max thing. And uh, he used to do a series um, where he would play the game and then he would go back and replay the matches and commentate over them and like what was going through his head and how this worked and why it worked. That is excellent. His reactionary side is not excellent. He just says words, and it doesn't work. So there's... Here's some interjections he's going to say, and yeah. that's about it. So live commentary, he's bad at, but when it's something that's been... When you can think about it, and he yeah. has time yeah. to sit down and analyze and it, he's great. Break it down. As an analyst, like, he's, he's, he'd be better on sports center than he would be calling a live game, basically. Yes. Yes. As an analyst, he's great. As a play-by-play, he's not. Yeah. And that's so a very different skill set. There's a couple of people that I think are really good at being live uh so the most the hindu man hindu man is great he's a he's a smite commentator dm brandon used to be a smite commentator he's great he's really good at it because he built like scenarios and stories between all the players he would talk about the players in downtime he wouldn't just be like oh well they're just hanging out in the jungle nothing's happening over here he would talk about the players what they've been doing how they got where they were how they placed like rank wise how they got into the team they're on he was always talking about people and building relationships between all the different players and just talking about it so that i don't know you just felt more into it i guess um he's, he doesn't do it anymore he got fired because he's uh, he's rude uh, <laughs> <laughs> but or he left I don't, I don't really know but um both of them were great for smite um and street fighter have you did you watch street fighter evo i did so the main guy that normally commentates over everything for street fighter is james chen yeah. he is wonderful he's really good because he's Always, he remains calm for most of the time. That's a weird way to say that. He remains calm most of the time. And then whenever something exciting happens, he does like, you know, get into a faster speech and raises his voice and stuff. But most of the time, he he gets into it and then he comes right back down to talk again. He's really good at bouncing back and forth. There's a natural, it's kind of weird too. So it's dependent upon the crowd, right? Really good sports commentary is over a live, car, a live crowd. When you have to adjust your, your volume, adjust your voice to be louder because the fans are, are loud, that creates a natural form of excitement. So you'd be saying the same stuff, but because your voice is elevated, it makes it more exciting. Sometimes that is simulated in game commentary. They're, they feel like they're doing it to sound like it's exciting, but it's not yet. 
Um, and that, I think that, that can be kind of an issue as well. So, it's, it's kind of, I guess it goes back to what you were saying on how they just start yelling so in, like, in Smite commentary Evo, for no reason. Whatever Evo tournament it was, whenever Justin Wong did the parry, oh, I guess Chuckley, I don't think I don't think they actually had any commentary then because nobody cared about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the crowd was going wild. So imagine if they were commentating and they started screaming because they had to to be heard, then that's going to be, oh, that'd be incredible, right? So believe it or not... <laughs> Professional wrestling is the gold standard of commentary. <laughs> it really is. And here's why. Because, first of all, anytime you see a YouTube video that's funny, they put wrestling commentary over it. They don't put... <laughs> and the other one would be uh, soccer, because it's hilarious. Half the soccer commentary is fantastic. But wrestling is also because, like you said, so Jim Ross, like he's the, the guy everybody loves in wrestling commentary, right? He never names a move. <laughs> he probably knows five. He doesn't know the moves. But when the match is, is, is in a lull, just like you're saying for the other guy, he talks about stories that have been in the past or upcoming matches or whatever. He talks about the stories between the people who are there. So that's what a good commentator is in, in a slow round. Or if you're in a fighting game tournament and you're in the first of three rounds or the first of maybe a oh, best two out of three match, the first one isn't as exciting because there's nothing on the line yet, right? So that's when you talk, really, you know, build up the um, the history between the players and what this player's accomplished versus maybe what this player hasn't accomplished. And then... A good commentator knows when to ratchet it up, right? And that's missing for a lot of people. They don't know, to me, in the gaming, I haven't seen a lot of people who really know when to do what. It's always, they're either always talking about relationships or they're always talking about specifics. They don't ever they don't ever balance the two of them. Um, so I would like to see it go more towards that. And it will. That means people have to get experience with the stuff. It's still really, really new. It's, it's young. Incredibly and young. the people going to school for it aren't going to school to do esports. Right, that's the bad news. Um, they they're mostly just grabbing like YouTube personalities to do yeah, it. Yeah, and that's and, and, and they they don't know how to actually something do that, that I think is very neat is uh, I have it written down on my notepad. Um, <laughs> so it must be there neat. was a uh, so for anybody that didn't know, uh, Dylan Sprouse, one of the Zach and Cody kids, or the, oh. the one what was the movie he was in with Adam Sandler. Uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. One yeah. of those kids Bowshock. used to commentate and play Super Smash Brothers. That's cool. Uh, and he actually did a like a whole tournament where he commentated the whole thing with one other person. It was bad. Oh wow. He's good at the game. Doesn't know how to talk about it. It's <laughs> a very so and, 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 and he's a name. So I I was super interested because I was like I know who that is. That sounds super cool. Let me watch it. He's all right. He's mainly just talking about himself. Oh, gotcha. Well, that's, that's <laughs> so he, he's he's a guest commentator. Yeah, so he's that's exactly what he is. So it's the novelty of him having him there is good. Like it makes people watch, but he's not a good. So th- I've only seen him do it once. That's what keep it like reason, that. Yeah, keep it like that. Yeah. Like it was, it got my attention. I wanted to watch it because he was there. I was like, oh, that's super neat. I used to watch Zach and Cody growing up. It's super cool. He's all right at it. <laughs> Just, yeah. It's not a skill set. Competitive gaming in general, it's hard. <laughs> It's very hard. Yeah, everything about it's almost. It's difficult to like with sports. You just turn the TV on and go, but it's so hard to find a what's what are the good leagues, what are the matches that matter. There's just a lot in competitive who's gaming who? that's hard to do. Yeah, who, who's who exactly? Yeah. Um, because you don't have. I don't know. Depending on the game, right? I, I don't know. It's it's, it's very difficult because it's something that I would like to get into more, but I seem to only be able to get into Evo. I guess none of us can put it into words either. So it's yeah, tough. It's, it's, it's very tough hard. to do. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I have no words for it because I don't watch. Yeah. So much at all. Like the first time Stephen watched it was like during Evo this year. He came upstairs and we watched the finals for Smash Brothers, which was incredible. I enjoyed it. Fun. Yeah. It, it was great. Um. I just don't. And watch he. It. <laughs> 
from what I what I saw, Steven didn't understand a damn thing that was going on. Nope. And like I knew what was going on. I was the whole time I was just like, oh, oh. I just wasn't <laughs> saying anything. Like I, I was shocked by how good it was. It was so intense. I was, it was like incredible. I was like that date in a movie theater. Hey, what's going on? Who's Tell me about he? this part. Who is he? It's like why is he here? Is that his mom? So. It's hard to do. It's really, like, even for somebody that does, like, watches this all the time, it's really hard to do. And this sounds so mean. I'm going to say it anyway, whatever. Oftentimes, competitive gamers are not the most interesting people in the world. They're not. Often. They're so, not. like, they're like people like us that don't know how to talk. Exactly. No. They're socially awkward people. So, it's hard to make superstars out of these guys, yeah. often. Um, they don't want attention at all. And if you look at, like... And the ones who do are really awkward about it. Right, and usually yeah, and there's, there's lots of uh, bad stories in it too, like a lot of like sexism and rough. Just oh, there's a rough one. <laughs> lots of real bad stuff connected to it too, and I don't like that. Um, racist comments, just a bunch of garbage, bunch of childish garbage. Right, that's going to come from this though, because that's kind of the outlet we have. Well, like, they did start drug testing in a lot of leagues. That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> For what, dude? Adderall. Adderall. Yeah, that's so funny. Getting, uh, <laughs> do they have to get physicals now too? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's lots of, like, not there's very. Lots of money on the line. Like this is a big deal. Like it's becoming bigger and bigger, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. I was so against like major league gaming and all the competitive gaming stuff mm-hmm. when I was like growing up for no reason. I just didn't like the idea of people like getting money for something that's fun. It like was easy that. to hate on, yeah, but it's not yeah. fun. What they do is not fun. No, it's not. Yeah, because uh, you know we play a lot of games. These guys they play those games. That's all they do. They play a game. They, 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 they play one game. Just that. They play one map in Counter Strike, <laughs> and like my one my, map in Dota. A lot of my favorite players are the players that play multiple games because they're all over the place. And I like that a lot. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, so it's you, cool. like you see that one guy playing that one game, and he's also playing something else. Oh, you get that more in fighting games, yeah. which is awesome. I love it. Yeah, Sonic Fox, bro. Screw Sonic, Sonic Fox. Fox. He's garbage. Well, I like Sonic Fox. Uh, like just having the Sonic ears. It's cool. That's a little thing that makes <laughs> he's a person. Good. He's a person. He's like you. Yeah, he's, he's kind of he's like a character. Perfect legend. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mortal Kombat, I watch it more than anything else. Cause I like it the most, even though it's probably the less competitively viable one. I don't know, uh, but I feel like I know those personalities more. I don't know. But it's, infiltration in Street Fighter is yeah, a great guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and he's so like he <laughs> doesn't understand English very well, but he's very funny to watch. He's cool. Exactly. And he's exactly. aware of it. Yeah. Uh, there's absolutely. one guy who plays uh, Super Smash Brothers. Um, he won. Not Evo this year, but he wanted the big one right before it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know which one it was, but he also plays Street Fighter. Um, and what he did, uh, he wasn't sponsored before he won the tournament. And even before he won that tournament, he was he plays a character. So he acts kind of like a jerk. He gets really excited. Like, he pops off every time something exciting happens. Um, and he talks a lot of shit on Twitter. <laughs> I don't remember his name right now. Uh, I'll have to look him up. But he... Like, he made this huge divide between, like, a bunch of fighting game communities because he plays both Smash and Street Fighter. A lot of people don't consider Smash a fighting game, but he also plays Street Fighter and he's still good at it. That's awesome. I think it's really interesting. That's cool. Not a lot of people talk about that. It's a really interesting thing to bring up. So he's a a quote-unquote multi-sport athlete. (laughs) Multi-e-sport athlete. I'm about to look him up, so you guys talk about something. Steven, how do you feel about it? Uh... I just haven't found one that really interests me yet as like a game to watch constantly or a person to watch. I just don't like watching people play games. If that makes any sense? Like, if I play before, like a story, I want to watch the campaign being played out again, but I don't really care about like other people watch or playing it, tournaments, stuff like that. The only thing it doesn't I, interest me much. I can see yet. you. The only thing I can see you watching is Rocket League. 
and I have, and I have. I've watched a couple of finals and stuff, and it's it's good. Commentate commentary is really easy on that mm-hmm. because it's like soccer. Mm-hmm. They're just going back and forth, and they have one camera angle that's kind of like a spider cam yeah. that goes on like one side and just Hold looks at all the action yeah. because it's is... a centralized look. What's that? In good, my bad. No, it's like a centralized. Um, what do you call it? The point of interest. There we go. His name is Anti. Oh yeah, there you go. Found it. <laughs> Took me a minute. He won. He won CEO. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Plays Mario. Yeah. This is very good. I just want there to be a game that I'm really, really interested in that I want to watch people play constantly. It, it's, it just hasn't happened yet. The reason and why I keep saying yet. I watch these things is because I enjoy playing them much more than everything else, and yeah. I consider myself legitimately good at most of these games. That's why I watch them. So I don't. I don't think I'm that good at Street Fighter. That's why I'm not as interested in Street Fighter. But I'm really good at Marvel vs. Capcom, and I'm really good at Super Smash Brothers. So I love watching it. I'm interested in them, and I'm trash at every game I play. Yeah, I'm pretty so. garbage at most fighting yeah. games. Uh, but oh, I'm definitely garbage. What's cool about so fighting games to me is that it's the easiest one to get into. So, for instance, if you watch Street Fighter Two tournaments, like old school Street Fighter Two, they're not nearly as yeah. exciting to watch yeah. because <laughs> the this it sounds shallow, but the graphics aren't as good. The moves don't look like they connect as hard, but modern fighting games look like fights with reversals that look awesome when they're pulled off, and parries that look awesome when they're pulled off, and super moves that look incredible. And xenomorphs, like, it, it literally <laughs> xenomorphs. It really, it literally looks like a fight, right? And that is exciting. So when somebody pulls something off, cool. There's a really good visual representation of the thing they just pulled off, right? And to me, stuff like Smite and League of Legends and uh, Dota. They're not exciting to watch. If Absolutely. Pl- if you've played it and you know about it, then you know, oh my god, what he just did was incredible. Mm-hmm. But visually, it doesn't look incredible. But fighting games, you can know jack about fighting games. And still be into it. And see somebody, it. you know, yeah. pull off two or three moves to jump up and smash brothers and get on the ledge, and it's awesome. You just know that looks like it's hard, tough to do. Or if somebody does a parry does a super move after it, it just looks awesome. So that's why fighting, if you want to start somewhere, you start with fighting games, because it's the visually most obvious of, of, of all of them to do. And the one you stay away from no matter what is StarCraft 2. Because that is rough. I can't <laughs> Have you it, yeah. ever watched have anything for StarCraft 2? I can't play it, so, I, let alone watch it. If you wanted to hear nope. a bunch of made-up words... Well, that's any, any game. It's made-up words for made-up words because I keep expanding the dictionary Abs- of how many words. It's rough. It's the hard game's been to around understand. for years. Unless you've been playing that game since 98. You got no clue. <laughs> hey, you guys want to hear another pylons joke? Ah, uh, that's real fresh, isn't oh, it? Oh gosh! Uh, something else I wanted to talk about slightly was uh, having like players commentate. Uh, so a lot of the major tournaments, like Evo, um, like James Chen, I don't think he, he doesn't play very often. He's mainly just a commentator. Um, the Smash guys, uh, TK Breezy is one of them. He's hilarious. Uh, and EE, they're the ones that normally like take the finals, grand finals, top eight stuff. Um, they don't really play. They just commentate because that's what they're good at. Yeah. Um, when players do it, it's bad because players are losers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad, but it's so, often well, true. It's the same it's, thing like boxing, you know, when yeah. they, or, or wrestling, you know, or or just sports. You know, people yeah. who played the sport, they're not good at talking about it. They're good at doing it, and that's no. about it. And you know, got, what, what makes yeah. it worse about video games is they're a bunch of freaking nerds. Like, we're a bunch of nerds, yeah. but, like, we're, we're not, not commentating. Bunch, yeah. But see... Like when it comes we're to, playing, it, it, we know how to talk. It's the same thing like sports. You know, you got the greatest players of all time. They 
I mean, we've watched them for years, 20 years playing baseball, football, whatever, and they're fantastic at it. But when they try to get in the color commentary, they're terrible. They're often really bad. So they're, They don't know what to say. They don't know how to say it. I remember when I did that move right yeah. there. That was fun. So normally now, they've kind of gone away from that, and they've gotten to the point where they'll have a guest commentator, and it'll be one of the superstars, and they'll have the two main guys still talk. And then in the slow time or the downtime, they'll have that other person like explain some jargon or explain something that may be a little bit difficult on It's, it's rarely more some than like a, having them there for yeah. a few minutes. They don't usually keep them in the booth for too long. And rarely it works out. Like yeah. Trigman is now a fantastic. good one. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. Um, it's it's yeah. to get people watching, then they shoo them off once, yes. yeah. you know, once they actually get into the meat of things. Exactly. Like, a good example of uh, how players are losers is uh, <laughs> it was uh, Guilty Gear. Whenever um, it was, I want to say it was twenty. It was either Evo last year or twenty fifteen. Uh, it was Guilty Gear. One guy won a round, and he put his stick down, and he got up like he won. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't that, over. That, that, that was, was hilarious. So then the other guy really beat him, and then the other guy put got up and put his stick down and like raised his fists fist in the air, and he looked like he was like seven years old. I don't know. I thought that was uh, awesome. I loved it. But he looked like, like on, I want to say some guy on ESPN, I don't know, uh, was making fun of him. Like, yeah, look at this loser. I mean, you're right. Like, you, we can't can't defend ourselves, but, like. You know what's really funny about that? Now? He won. He won money. <laughs> you talk about, like, the, the comments on Facebook? Or, uh, like. No, there's a guy that, like, went over, like, how, you know, yeah. esports isn't a real thing. I don't know his name. He's a dickwad. But. <laughs> well, guess what? Now they're doing esports constantly yeah. now because of money into it. For example, uh, the NBA, each team, they're, they've got contracts coming out either next year or the, probably this year to where each NBA team is going to sponsor one esports team. Hell yeah. What I think was really funny. Which is awesome. When uh, there was that one, I think this is the same guy. I don't know his name. I wish I did. Yeah. Uh, but he talked about how, you know, if uh, ESPN ever made him commentate over something like Heroes of the Storm, he would quit his job. And I'm sorry. Why would anybody want you to talk over that? You don't know a damn thing about it. Yeah. You barely know what you're talking about right now. Why would they want you to do that? <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Please quit, <laughs> dickwad. It's, it, it's cool. You're bad at the thing that you love. Me too. I mean, have you seen like? Okay. Most of us are on Facebook. We're all on Facebook. Whatever. I, I guess half of us, me and Brian, are the only ones to subscribe to ESPN. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, I see it because yeah. of you. Okay, you see, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And you'll see, like, every now and then they'll have esports on there, like Rocket League or yeah. uh, fighting game tournaments, whatever. And then when you see the comments, don't don't ever go to the comments. You're going to hate hate life. I, I kind of want to now. I'm it curious. doesn't matter where. Yeah, it's so bad. Well, it's yeah, some of the worst I've seen. Here's the thing, though. Like, uh, same thing with, like, uh, you know, ESPN's covering, like, soccer or something. You would see a bunch of people coming in, like, oh, a baby sport. That's nice. Uh, how about you guys yeah. get, you know. Or, like, anything female, they're like, oh, that's a nice looking kitchen. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> so there's just shitty people. Yeah, yeah. In the world. all around. Yeah, it's, and, and it doesn't matter. What, what makes it worse what is that yeah. competitive gaming is like so born of the internet, right? Professional sports or not, it's still a separate thing. ESPN and like the website is a a very small facet of sports coverage, but that's all we have is the internet for us to cover this stuff. So it's it's you get the worst aspects of it. Like I don't, I've said this a million times, but like I don't like gaming culture. I love gaming, like news stories and uh, reading about it and talking about it. So it sounds like a well, but I don't like the culture behind. Like, I just don't like it. You don't like gamers. I don't like gamers yeah. for the most part. Like, I, I don't know why. I just, mm, I just don't. You like like-minded so gamers. Uh, you barely even like us. Have you ever have you ever been in a, in a situation where someone asks you if you're a gamer or something, and you just kind of like hesitated for a second? Always. Like, yeah, I'm a gamer, uh, but like it's. <laughs> 
when you use gaming vernacular, it's, it gets old. Like, it's it's annoying in real life. And people, like, I don't know. And I feel like competitive sports is full of just all those people. The fact that the commentators are called tag gamer tags is silly. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's too... Niche. Wait, TK what? Breezy. TK Breezy. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I'm 420 no scope. XX. I'm good at Mortal Kombat. I'm Perfect Legend. I'm Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox. Like, I get it, right? Because the culture is about that. I just think it's a culture that's not. It's a little bit tougher to take something seriously when Sonic Fox is fighting Perfect Legend. It's just a little bit tougher to take seriously, right? A little bit tougher if you're a football fan to see that pop up on ESPN with a guy wearing a, a Sonic Hedgehog hat. I think it's awesome. That's called the XFL. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we tried it and it did not work. Um, that being said, like I wish the commentating part would take itself more seriously. And as Evo gets bigger and bigger, it starts to. Like the Absolutely. things they wear are more professional now. The, the, they wear suits. They wear suits. Like the the just the production value as it goes up and it gets more and more money's involved. People are starting to sort of conform to what professional sports are, how they're, how they're run. And they and should. I think it's a positive. Like, I know a lot of gamers that don't. Like, they're selling out whatever. Anything that brings more people in the thing you like, puts more money in the thing you like, gets you more of what you like. If you're being sponsored, you're sold out anyways. I mean, that's that's the main focus. That's the, that's the thing you got to do. Yeah, it's so, how you get money. It's oh, how you oh, win what's, stuff. Oh, what's that? You need to feed your family? You're freaking sellout? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. stupid. You got a razor in your shirt? You're a sellout. Street Fighter Five was that? Was it done in a boxing ring? That's I awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. I, I, I do think it's cool, personally. I think that's it's so really cool. That's funny. Um, like, having mm, interests. Hell yeah. Interests, that's hilarious. Man. <laughs> it's so funny. And, and they to, should. And to me, like, <laughs> I'm a pro wrestling fan anyway, but that, that's <laughs> that's the standard you want to get to because what we're doing is dumb. That's a dumb thing we're doing. Well, so is, if you really break it down, so is throwing a ball to another guy and running around a field. Yeah, it's but it's all dumb. It's not nearly as dumb as playing... A video game. A video game. It's just not as dumb. If I'm, I'm pretending I'm a giant lizard man. That's just that's <laughs> silly, right? Yeah, that's that's. I don't even know what game that is. But Godzilla. It's, it's multiple games. That's right? my. That's that, I think you described my dream there. Probably <laughs> so. Like, um, fighting game specifically. I'm play. I'm the predator this time, and you're gonna be an old drunken Chinese man who vomits. That's silly. That's a silly, it's a silly thing you're doing, right? So celebrate the silliness. Have things like the intros or like wrestling intros with music come out and like the. Ramp up that part of it, but at the same time, try to conform to professionalism because that's why it, it's professional for a reason because it sells. Yeah, absolutely. And it's easy to get new 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 fans in. So, so like, I also think they need to. I, I saw with being I don't know how to talk. Yeah, with being professional, I think they also need to like use correct language. Exactly, as much <laughs> um, as possible. So like, Street Fighter Five was on ESPN for Evo this year, which was incredible. That's incredible, um, absolutely. The Ocho. A lot of people. Like one of the, a friend we have, um, him and his dad watched the Street Fighter Five finals together. That's incredible. Um, like that's one of the coolest things. Like his dad has no interest in Street Fighter, but like it was on ESPN. He was watching. It. He was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Like that's, I think that's awesome. That's awesome. But a lot of stuff can't go on ESPN because people don't know how to act like adults when they're in front of a microphone. That's really well. There's got to be. The ability to go to, to go to commercial, that's the thing. On a, in the middle of a smite match, it can last an hour. You can't go into commercial during that time frame, so there's no way they're gonna put it on TV. I would never want to watch a MOBA on TV. Never. I would want to. Yeah, I think Here's the Storm has been. Yeah. Really? Wow. I think Here's the Storm has been on ESPN. I think. But Rocket League's just like Rocket League's like ten minutes. Ten minutes. It's, yes, it's game. quick, and also it's 
very it's just like the fighting it's, game we talked about earlier. It's obvious what's happening on the yeah. screen and it's exciting and it's it's familiar. Yeah, they're trying any, to get a ball in a hole. Any any game you know, that can be stretched out like you know League or Starcraft or something that can just be stretched out for an ungodly amount of time. Those aren't those are Twitch games. Yeah. Those are pay per view events, which is what Twitch is, except you don't pay for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Like it's only going to be the dot. Like only the most diehard players are going to get anything out of those matches, and I, they get a lot out of it because once you're into that. Once you understand the game, it's awesome what they accomplish. But I'm not into it, so it means nothing to me. Yeah, like I can watch Smite with the, with it muted. I could watch Smite um, because I understand what's happening. But there's some games that are super fun to play that are just not remotely fun. To, like Diablo, I would never ever watch somebody play a Diablo game ever. ever no, never, ever. Or Civilization. Just or, clicking in a spot. I think I would yeah. actually like watching somebody play Civilization. Anything isometric. As long as they have a good, like, as long as they can talk and they are funny people, I'd probably like Civilization. Well, the, yeah, then they're you know, selling like, the product. They're, I could watch somebody great. play it like they're previewing the game or reviewing the game. I'm talking about, like, somebody commentating. <laughs> never. Like, you know, I would just never be into a game like that. Right? Unless they're Billy Mays who could sell Silly Putty. Billy Mays is the best. God, God rest his soul. soul. <laughs> hey! Just hey, uh. <laughs> Well. Shamwow, that's what I'm going to say, not Shazam. But Dif- wrong guy. Different guy. <laughs> yeah, I know that he's guy. He's in jail, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he was. For, I think he's in jail. He's something like that. He made, he made a prostitution thing. Why are we still? T- why are we? Yeah, talking what are we about doing? Vince from Shamwow. Wow. Shamwow. That's what we think about that. <laughs> that's what we think Does anybody have any me. last thoughts? Uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The gosh. I know this this was really wasn't like a whole group uh discussion because not a whole lot of people watch it. I probably watched it the most. Definitely. So. Well I mean it, it's it's definitely good to have like outsider input on yeah. it, especially for me. So, so great. I think you yeah, I think you should watch more. Especially the fighting yeah, game stuff. I do it, want to watch it more. It kinda got me back in fighting games. I think everybody should watch Evo. Because Evo is exciting. It is exciting. If you're a fan of the game if you're a casual fan of a fighting game and you like particular characters, it's really cool to see what somebody can do with that character. Like, yeah. that's one of the coolest things. Like, anytime uh, a new game, and I also love when a brand new game comes to Evo, love that. Like, when Injustice 2 will be there, or the next Mortal Kombat, or whatever, it's always super exciting to see what's possible in this game. And picking a character you like and watching people who are good at that character is super rewarding. At this point, it looks like it's going to be nothing but Supergirls. <laughs> it won't be. It'll be better once it's out. Swamp Hopefully. Thing. Swamp Things. It'll be, things. It'll be uh, Swamp Thing and Blue Beetle. <laughs> I, hope, I hope Swamp Things in it. All right, anyway, that's all I got. But that's yep. it. Uh, if you guys have any uh, questions for us, hey, it worked this last time. This was a question. So yeah, yeah, this, this was, was a question. question. This so, was a request. You know, we are not very smart people, so we can't think of stuff to talk about. Let us know what we should talk about. So somebody just posted on Facebook and got an entire episode dedicated to his question. It could yeah, be you. it could be yeah. you next. So K- let it, kisses to you. Let us know what you think. Uh, Thanks, Alex. You ask, ask us some questions. Uh, leave uh, thoughts and comments. Uh, and wherever they go. And hit that mother freaking like button, fam. Bye! <laughs> yeah.